You're listening to Castrol CarCast on Podcast One. Hey guys, before we get started, I'm going to tell you a little bit about Dodge. If you visit your Dodge dealer today and invites you to experience a world of performance, design, and fuel efficiency, schedule a test drive today. Go to Dodge.com or visit your local Dodge dealer to learn more about exciting offers of our powerful lineup. Guys, welcome to CarCast. I'm Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea. We got Goldberg on the phone calling from a Dodge dealer. <laughs> this was not planned. Yeah, man. <laughs> hey, if I'm not home, I'm going to be at the Dodge. <laughs> it's not surprising. This isn't the first time you've called from a dealer while we're doing this show. Um, <laughs> uh, before we get started, let me uh, shout out to a couple of our friends over here and say thanks to them, to uh, to Continental Belts, uh, the Continental Multi-Series V belt you've heard us talk about. Get the full story. Visit OETechnologySeries.com. And, of course, Dodge. Visit your Dodge. Visit Dodge.com or your local dealer today. For, schedule yourself a test drive. And, of course, uh, Zybar CarCast, as you know, is brought to you by Zybar for better engine performance, horsepower, fuel economy, and lower underhood temperatures. Zybar is an ultra-thin coating that reduces radiant heat by 90%. Put Zybar on. Take Zybar off. Visit Zycoat.com. So thanks to those guys. Uh, we'll tell you more about them later. Um, all right. Well, so, I'm a wonderful, I'm a wonderful co-host because I listen to your opening uh-huh. and I take your direct, I take your direction. I headed right down to my local Dodge dealer <laughs> at Jack Powell in Escondido. That's and, right. Uh, you know, I, I, I came in to say hello, drop my, uh, demon off. And actually yeah. I can't drop the demon off. That's why I'm doing the show here. Cause I have to be, uh, in its presence anytime anyone touches it. So. Um, I just want to say that I always take your direction. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Dear Todd, send more money. Goldberg's spending it all <laughs> at the dealer. <laughs> it's funny how this is genius for them, right? Like, hey, we'll buy a couple ads. We'll, we'll filter it right yeah. into... Uh, um, oh, yeah. So one quick uh, announcement. Whatever you can say, totally up to you. But tell me about your Dodge project. Not the car. You know what I'm talking about, Bill. Okay, man. Everybody knows uh, I am head over heels a, a Dodge guy, and uh, not only by looking at my garage, but uh, listening to this podcast. So um, what uh, better uh, way to further and strengthen our relationship than to take part in a little commercial for Dodge for the holiday season? And all I can say is ho, ho, ho. We got it done last week, and I can't wait for it to be out. It's a, Like I say, it's a holiday Commercial only about two months, uh, three months uh, on the air, and uh, man, it's going to be pretty darn cool. And hey, your little girlfriend's in. <laughs> really? Yeah. Really? I didn't know you knew her. <laughs> um, um, I, 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 I'm just saying. Okay. Uh, awesome, man. Goldberg's doing a Dodge commercial. That's fantastic. We love that. All right. So um, I want to talk a little bit about the Lawman Mustang. So um, uh, we got uh, Marcus Angel on the phone with us again. Um, He was the last time he was in the studio with us. We appreciated that. You were sending up. You were basically packing up the Lawman Mustang and sending it out to Marcus. And uh, uh, Marcus, how are you, buddy? Hey, guys. Hey, Bill. Hey, Matt. Um, 
I am out here in Belgium right now. So I'm out here for a couple of days, quick turnaround, and I'll be back Thursday night again back to Arizona. What is what is so a Mustang guy? Lag. What does a Mustang guy from Arizona do in Belgium? <laughs> uh, actually, you know, Belgium, there's a lot of cars out here in Europe. I mean, I deal with guys all over the world, and, um, you know, I try to help out where I can. Uh, they exported a lot of cars into Belgium back in 69 and 70, and um, a lot of them stayed over here. So there's, you know, they need somebody to look at a car and make sure that it's, you know, the real deal, that there's nobody doing anything unusual or strange, you know, and, um, you know, a lot of these cars are worth a lot of money these days. So that's, I guess, uh, I'm doing my thing out here. Are, are the values, <coughs> excuse me, are the values similar to, to the U.S. and Belgium? Or is it like one of these really weird things where, you know, a, a $30,000 65 Mustang out here is worth $69,000 yeah. in Belgium because of, I don't know, taxes or rarity or whatever. Is it is it equal or not? Well, I, I would say it's similar. You know, a lot of that has to do with the exchange rate these days, right? Exchange mm-hmm. rate over the years. and, and But the desirability, the, I would just push back. It's the same way, you know, you talk about the Alfa Romeo or something like that. There's a limited market, you know, in the States, just like there's a limited market here. There's guys that understand what the Mustang is. And then there's those guys that are just, you know, I don't know what this is. It's it's nice, but they didn't grow up with it, so they don't relate to it. So the market's smaller, but the prices are somewhat similar. You know, you get the right guy, you could buy a car pretty cheap here. Yeah. But, uh, figure out how to get it back, which is another whole thing. I was uh, I was scrolling through my uh, my Instagram, and I follow you on there um, as uh, any Mustang guy should, and I saw a fantastic <laughs> photo of the Lawman Mustang. And it it was in a thousand pieces, very well organized. Now, hold on, that's 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 up for debate whether we can describe it as fantastic. Now, ultimately, yes, it was fantastic, but uh, but in the beginning, I vomited when I saw the photo. I was going to say a little nerve wracking for you. It was fantastic for me, and my thought was, who's going to put that together? It seems like a lot of work. Yeah. So, uh, well, I mean, you know, the, the thought there is, right, we're, we want to document the car. So here, here's the thing, right? I got to document the car as I take it apart. And I thought, you know what? It's always interesting. I've seen people do similar stuff. It's like, let's just lay it all out. Um, you know, I had a friend of mine who's a photographer come over. You know, like, let's just lay this all out and make it look interesting. Because without saying anything, you're saying a lot with that photo, Right, because a lot of people are like, you know, what the hell are you doing? What's going on? We should Photoshop all those little plastic stems in between each piece so it looks like a model. Like the kid's model. <laughs> That's what I thought it yeah. was in the beginning, I, I gotta say. But. I thought so too. I thought like you I thought you had like some sort of die cast model or some plastic model <laughs> of the lawman made. And I was like, wait a minute. That's it's on like asphalt yeah. or something. It's like what's it, it doesn't look right. <laughs> I realized right, it was the right. real car. So let me just explain. You know, the whole one of the reasons I wanted to do that is I wanted to at the same time launch this website. Okay, so we have a website. I was able to grab the domain name LawmanMustang.com, which was available, which is awesome because that's you know most people refer to it as that. Um, so we got www.lawmanmustang.com and then two things, people can follow the restoration on there. So there's going to be updates all the time. Everybody from Bill to everybody, you know, on the other side of the world can see that. But the other thing that I realized is I'm doing the research, you know, a lot of these guys are older. 
They're not doing the Instagram thing. They're not doing the Facebook thing. But a website legitimizes everything. And, um, you know, it helps bring people together. It's like, hey, this is what I'm working on. You know, I need you to help me out with this. So I thought I'd use it as a tool instead of me being on the phone all the time tracking people down. Maybe I could find people this way. So, um, well, I, I, yeah, I got to just butt in and say that you, you, I mean, your, your, uh, reputation precedes you. You are the top of your game at the top of your game and the way you're displaying the project. I'm, uh, creatively in awe and greatly appreciative that we decided to do this together. And, uh, the lawman deserves no less than what it's been given. And I greatly appreciate what you're doing and, uh, and, and the way it's being documented. It's, this is a once-in-a-lifetime yeah. deal, and uh, you're surely doing it the proper way. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. And, and I mean, you know, I, I care about the car as much as you do. And if, if this was my thing, we talked about this from the beginning. If that lawman was my car, I'd be doing it exactly the same way. So it's just, you know, it works well. And one of the things you got to look at on there is I was able to, you know, another person told me this. is like, hey, there's video footage. So I added a, a short, it's a four-minute video that shows the lawn in, you know, 1970 overseas. I mean, it's fantastic, and, and a lot of stuff I think people haven't seen before. It's powerful, that's for sure. Yeah, some of these photos yeah. that you were talking about that I can see on the website are are, are fantastic. So that is this This is pretty up-to-date. This is where you are. You've got the basically the car all, all disassembled, really just about logging and tagging and making sure you know every part on that car inside and out. Yeah, I mean that's that's where we're at, you know, and I'll and I'll say here's the interesting thing, right? When I started taking this car to, uh, apart, I'm like, okay, it's a Boss 429, but I mean they stripped out a lot of it. You know, the first thing I noticed, I'm like, well there's no brake light switch. You know what the hell's going on here? And it, <laughs> well they didn't there's no wiring for it either. It's right? too heavy. Get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of that going but, uh, on in the wall, man. I can guarantee you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all the wiring in the front, you know, they just cut off the uh, the turn signal, uh, the turn signals. There's no harness there, the headlights. I mean, it, it's basically, if anything, I could just say it's a Boss 429, but then it's a race car because everything is custom wired in there. Well, just about everything. And, you know, Bill, I'm sure you remember the starting procedure has nothing to do with anything with a regular Mustang gets started oh no so, oh no not by any means <laughs> no interesting yeah. and it's it's um it's it's also interesting to point out like we, you know we've got the sema show coming up soon and you know we love that show we walk around and there's some crazy builds and stuff but so much of those builds revolves around the newest greatest uh aftermarket parts um unfortunately you don't have that luxury for a car like this you need to restore it in 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 every sense of that word you need to sort of clean and fix and make everything work that was original on that car that's an important part of that car uh this isn't like hey um you know uh the the brakes are bad or something no problem we can put bare brakes on this thing and and, and you know like everything needs to be original to the extent that it still makes sense or in is safe right like Everything is restoration on this. Everything. Every single damn thing you could think of, you know, has been photographed, documented. 
it's either going to get replated and put back on as the original pieces, or there'll be something from another car. You know, I have a dozen extra cars behind the shop that, uh, I mean, that's, that's the thing we want it to be that nobody looks at this like, Oh, this isn't right. It's like, no, we, we really documented it. And remember, I mean, the car, it only has 860 some miles on it. So, um, as far as I see, the only thing that was repainted, one of the main things was they, um, when Ford sold it originally, the doors, they took off all the stuff on the doors. And the doors were repainted and all had pictures on there. Uh, owner number two put his stuff on there. So, you know, there's for a lot of things on there. They're just original, and we just uh, traced everything out on the car before we took it apart so we know how to, you know, paint everything back on there, you know, details like that. That's, you got to do it in the beginning. I know it's going to be a lot of work, but Bill said he just needs it done by this Thanksgiving. So you might want to hurry up. <laughs> Bill, Bill did not say that. <laughs> no, no, I thought you said Bill, that before. Bill knows how hard it works. But I thought before he got on the phone, you said Thanksgiving. Maybe I was wrong. Maybe, maybe I misheard that. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe you got to come out and help 2020. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Well, it looks fantastic, and uh, uh, hopefully you can uh, uh, maybe even find some cool parts and stuff out while you're out uh, on your trip in Belgium as well. Yeah, you never know. You never know what you find out on these trips. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I, I got a lot, and, uh, you know, maybe it's your fault. You guys were talking about Goodwood, you know, on and on, and it's like, shit, here I am. I mean, I was <laughs> in Europe the same time you guys were, and then um, – I don't know. Now I find myself back here just a couple months later. So uh just wish it was a little bit closer. That's all. Yeah. Hey, it's not a terrible place to be. So have fun doing that. Um, I'm going to say this, that uh, uh, anybody wants to follow along with this build, I think you'll be impressed and certainly dig the stories. Go to lawmanmustang.com to check it out. And if you know anything about the car or you have a story about it or you saw it someplace, um, hit us up or, uh, or or email through the website, right? Email, um, there's a form on there, and uh, send Marcus your story. I'm, I'm sure we'll all be fascinated to hear some of those, you know. And, and what we should do is check in with you again, um, you know, in a month or so. And uh, if anything pops up that you think is really interesting, somebody submitted you a story, um, let us know. Read it on the air. Tell us, tell us what's going on with it. I'd love to hear it. Okay. Yeah, sounds good. And I, I might bump into you guys. I, I'm not sure. I'll be at SEMA at some point next week. We'll see how it goes. Okay. That'd be fantastic. We will be there. Everybody's going to be running get over, around. Get over your jet lag, and uh, <laughs> we'll see you there. And, Marcus, thank you very much for everything you're doing, and be safe over there, and, uh, and you know, get, get back soon. Okay. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks for putting me in today. Thanks, man. I appreciate sure. you. Uh, appreciate you calling in. And, uh, I'm going to tell you guys about Continental. If you think of all the weird things that you find in cars, and I'm not talking about your garden variety petrified French fries or <laughs> petrified or, uh, or melted crayons and stuff like that. I'm talking about live snakes, bizarre trinkets, the kind of stuff that makes you really just wonder about folks. Well, another thing that'll make you wonder, but in a good way, are Continental belts. I bet you didn't know that they're OE and tens of thousands of tens of millions of Chrysler, Dodge, Ford, and GM vehicles that roll off the assembly line. They're also OE on a majority of BMWs and VWs. Now, Continental is launching the aftermarket multi-V belt with the OE pedigree. It's their OE Technology Series belts. These belts are fanatically engineered for perfect fit, 
form, and function. And Continental has the OE Technology Series Multi-V Belt for 98% of the vehicles on the road in the U.S. and Canada. So listen, you get enough surprises working on your cars and trucks already. I know I do all the time. Well, a belt shouldn't be one of them. Go with the Continental OE Technology Series Multi-V Belt. The belt with the OE pedigree. Of course, get the full story at OETechnologySeries.com. All right. Uh, Bill, You, uh, we didn't get into this, but what's going on uh, over at the Dodge dealer? And what's going on with your with your uh, your Escalade? We were talking about that off the air, too. You got Wanda a new truck. It sounded amazing. And last week or, or maybe it was the week before, we were like – Getting into it, you're like, you know, I, I, I know you like the Escalade. It was great. And you didn't love the um, the Lincoln Navigator because you, uh, you guys got in one or rented one or something in, uh, when, you were in, when you were in Florida. Um, but uh, what's, what's going on? Yeah, short synopsis would be I've always loved these Escalade. Yeah. We've had, uh, uh, you know, many a, a large um, SUV and the Escalades have always treated us well. Unfortunately, we got a lemon a number of, uh, like a year and a half ago. And, uh, whether it be the engine compartment catching on fire <laughs> at the dealership or, you know, the thing just completely, uh, you know, having the, 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 uh, wiring harness replaced, you know, whatever it is. Uh, the, the moral of the story is this. Fortunately, the dealership is helping us out exponentially. So I'm not going to, go out on social media and blast them by any means. Sure, but the sure. moral of the story is this. I didn't know anything about this lemon law prior to having this experience with this car. And so I had to kind of read up on it a little bit. And um, What a daunting task it is for the normal individual to get a car uh, declared a lemon. You know, if you don't have help from that dealership, um, it, it, it's, it's, a, it's a tough process. And, we started the process yesterday, and we are told that it will take six to eight weeks, and that's on a good day. So yeah. um, I'm thinking a lot of people just kind of turn and run <laughs> when they see the process of having to declare a, a, a vehicle a lemon. But um, like I said, I didn't know anything about the law. I didn't know what designated a car as a lemon, what, what was a qualification, um, and then what actually to do. So. Um, for all of you out there who don't know anything about it, you might want to Google it and, and start learning just to have it in the back of your mind in case you ever need it. Yeah, so it's a, it's an interesting thing. I mean, it's unfortunate that you have to go through the process. It's unfortunate for anybody to go through the process, but on some level, it kind of makes sense. Like, if it was super easy to do, then there's always these scams that pop up. You know, somebody's always looking to scam something, unfortunately. Like we talked about weeks ago, the the guy over at Champion Porsche was stealing people's deposits and, and skipped town with like $2.5 million of their money. Like, there's always some shithead who's going to do something like that. So, Well, yeah, uh, and you walk into the office and you immediately are guilty before you're proven innocent, you know, so you yeah. have to... You have to clear that hurdle prior because everyone thinks that you're trying to scam them. Right. But there are instances where it makes sense and it's legit. So if you take the time to be patient and go through the process, it sounds like you can get it done. I mean, does it seem like your your vehicle is going to qualify for this lemon law and it's going to get worked out? Well, there's absolutely no question about that. When uh, Wanda went in and did the original claim 
uh, over the phone, you know, the, the representatives started laughing because of all the stuff that had gone wrong with the car and we didn't know if it qualified or not. They were like, absolutely, the damn thing qualifies. Evidently, if a, if a vehicle is in service for more cumulatively for more than 30 days for the same issue and it's not rectified, that's one qualification. If you've gone in more than two times at a service department, and after the second second time the uh, the issue isn't rectified, well, it falls under the lemon law. Obviously, there are instances where you know they don't they don't qualify, but for the most part, those are the two that are glaringly obvious in this case, and in most cases, I would imagine. So, but like I said, you know, I, fortunately, we're not having to get a lemon law attorney or anything to that effect, but boy, they're out there. And, uh, it's, it's something that everybody's got to deal with from time to time. And I'm just bringing it up this case because I'm no different than anybody else as far as the vehicle is concerned. And I'm having to go through it now. So don't feel bad, everybody. It happens to Goldberg. Too. Are, are you aware of an ongoing issue with the Escalades or you think you just got unlucky with this particular vehicle? Throughout the years, I've been fortunate enough to have a number of cars, whether it be, uh, you know, little sports cars or SUVs, it doesn't matter. Um, this is the only car that we've had an issue with to this extent. Mm-hmm. So I'd say I'm pretty damn lucky. I don't think it's an issue with the Escalade itself. I, I mean, at the yeah, brand, that's what I was going mean, so I'm yeah. not coming out here and bashing them. I mean, I still love the car. Whether we get back into one, that's a different story. I, 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 I doubt it, but... Um, for what we have, the experiences we've had with that car up until this lemon, they've been absolutely wonderful. Yeah. Well, certainly, certainly an interesting process to, to go through. I think a, a, a buddy of mine, uh, he, he went through the same process on a Range Rover, uh, brand new full size Range Rover, and it was just constantly in the shop. And eventually, I think his experience was a little different. I think the dealer approached him and said, we should file for, you know, we should file the paperwork on the lemon law. He's like, because basically we don't know what's going on and we can't fix it. And uh, Damn, that's what a wonderful situation that is. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, because the guy was super excited about his new hundred plus thousand dollar truck um, and and just had issue after issue after issue. Um, needless to say, uh, <laughs> he went the more reliable route and got himself a Bentley Bentayga SUV with the V12. <laughs> oh, geez. <laughs> which, which he with seems a hundred year warranty. Yeah. With, which he seems to love and hasn't had any issues with, but, uh, interesting lateral move. Uh, I went from Range Rover to Bentley. Because... I don't know if that's lateral by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. Actually, the Bentley the one, was a... the one piece of advice I can, I, I, you know, in closing this lemon law conversation the one piece of advice i was given by a number of G- uh, gms mm-hmm. do not mention the word lawyer when you walk in oh okay yeah yeah right now you want people to help like give give people i'm 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 this way all the time is is give people their fair shake right like no here's my issue we brought it up several times i'm trying to be rational and patient about it what can we do about it? And then when people get all hot under the collar, that's when they start throwing around lawyer up and this and that. And I, I kill them with kindness. And then if that doesn't work, you mm-hmm. just kill them. That's my mode of operanda. <laughs> right. Squeeze them by their neck, shake them. Uncontrollably. No, it seems to work. <laughs> um, 
Uh, let's see what else is going on. We've got um, we've got SEMA coming up soon. I know uh, right after this, you're going to be heading over to uh, back over to see Richard Waitis over at Magnaflow. Yeah, check it on the Challenger Project, man. It'll be outside at his booth at Magnaflow, and uh, you know we got the big badass break set up from there, and then we got uh, KW with the uh, one-off suspension set up for that car. And then, um, you know, we're, we're going to wide body it soon and, um, just the list continues to grow, but it should be outside looking pretty. Is it going to be with the wide body kit in time for SEMA or that's a post SEMA thing? No, that's post SEMA I'm literally also at the, at the dealership right now, ordering up extra parts to transform it into that wide body. So yeah. not only am I here picking up stuff, I'm picking up purchasing more stuff. So those guys, those guys love it when you pull up. <laughs> yeah, they, they sure do. They love it when, they love <laughs> the it when registers uh, start, like, starts picking. Yeah. Like oh, Goldberg just pulled up. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> the credit card machine, right? Yeah. All right. So um, your car is going to – so um, Magnaflow typically has two booths, their main booth inside Central Hall in that hot rod area, and they do a big trailer in the booth outside. A couple of years ago, my red Mustang Cobra was out there. Um, and uh, so your car is going to be outside by that, like, drifting pad out front, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Here's a little heads up. I parked my car there a couple of years ago. And holy shit, those drifting guys lay down a lot of dirt and rubber. Your car is going to be covered. <laughs> well, I'm going to kill all of them prior to doing it. So therefore, uh, they're, I, we'll, we'll figure it out. Just get a oh. good coat of wax on that baby before it heads out there so everything washes off easily. But, man, I, I was the only car I wanted displayed with the hood open because, for me, it was all about – all the cool oh, mods God. we did, and it just, it just. I mean, of course, I brought the car back and took it all apart and rebuilt it anyway because it was sort of slapped together just for SEMA. Nothing was torqued down. Nothing. No. Was, yeah. No. Yeah. No, really? no. No. I know that's surprising. Yeah, it's surprising. And here I am, yeah. two years later, and it's it's still over there. And I I was working on it this weekend. <laughs> um, but I'm telling you, it's like <clears throat> it's like going to the beach, and you got just sand in every crack. <laughs> Oh yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, let's it's let's a talk like about that. the frenzy that's going on right now. As you and I can relax a little bit, let's, yeah. Let's just think about all these manufacturers and all the, all the, uh, all the builders the, uh, and everybody. Just, all the builders, yeah. every single person. That let's just take a breath and sit back and just think about what everybody's going through right now. When we're less than a week away from SEMA. <laughs> I know, They're and I, I'm not showing anything this year. Um, it's. Uh, uh, we're we're gonna go out and do some podcasting and stuff. It's gonna be fun, but um, but it's gonna be uh, not a light year, but certainly um, no car projects this year. But we'll see. Maybe maybe in the future. But um, hey, we'll, hey, we'll get to grab some dinner and have a couple of drinks, win a little bit of money. Got a signing, you know, a Magnaflow, and then a car capsule right afterwards on Thursday. Man, this is a light. SEMA for us. Let's have a little bit of fun. So uh, what's your SEMA schedule? What should people look for? You're going to be all there there all week or a few days, and you're going to get No, a- I'm, I'm flying in Halloween and uh, uh, Thursday, which is the next day, uh, 2 to 3 p.m. I'm at the Magnaflow booth, and 3 to 4 p.m. I am at the Car Capsule booth. And then, uh, you know, the only thing you're going to see in me is the back of my bald head because I'm going to be walking out that door and uh, looking for looking for the nearest uh, blackjack table. All right. So 
Uh, you're basically coming in uh, uh, like Wednesday, but uh, Thursday is your day at SEMA. So, guys, uh, look for uh, look for Bill in the MagnaFlow booth and the Car Capsule booth. Um, myself, I will be with my Shift and Steer boys, Aaron Hagar and Brad Fanshaw. We will be doing Shift and Steer every day from the MagnaFlow booth. Um, actually, we're going to be doing a podcast right around the time you're doing your signing. Um, nice. But uh, I believe we are – let me just double-check the times uh, so we know. So uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, we're in the MagnaFlow booth at 145 to 245. We have a great lineup of guests. We've got Jesse James. We've got Ken Lingenfelter. we got our buddy Justin Osmer from Forza Motorsport. Um uh, we got Bodie Stroud coming in. Um, uh, we've got uh, a, a great mix of people. So Wednesday, Thursday, or sorry, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, one forty-five to two forty-five, and Friday, eleven fifteen to twelve fifteen. We couldn't get the same time, but uh, we're gonna we're gonna be there every day doing shift and steer. The MagnaFlu booth has like the signing area in the front, and on the back side, they built like a little podcast studio with a green room and stuff. So. Um, uh, come by. Lots of stuff going on over there. And, of course, we're going to be running around doing some more uh, interviews and uh, checking out the show. Hopefully. I'd like to get a little time on the show floor and do a lap and and check out all the new products. We can come back and talk about them. So we've got a lot of stuff going on uh, at SEMA. Um, well, just let me know when you want to do it. I'll be. I'll walk around as your bodyguard. Make sure people don't bother. Yeah, I feel like everyone's going to stop and go. Hey, Bill. Hey, Goldberg. Hey, what's going on? I'm never going to get to the second booth, the third booth, the I'm, fourth booth. I'm Santa Claus, man. Nobody <laughs> recognizes. I know. I'm telling you. You're just, you're just, uh, plus, you can't hide. <laughs> you can't hide with there. Oh man. So here's some. Uh, a couple of updates. Um, I got my BMW M3 in the shop, as you guys know. Um, we got all new brackets on it. Uh, we changed the blower pulley size to get a little more boost out of it because we've got a built motor. If you remember, we've got a built motor, forged pistons, forged rods. Um, yes, the bearings were done when we did it all um, way back in the day. And uh, we've lowered the compression a little bit to nine and a half um, to one compression. This was all done when Adam owned the car like 15 years ago. So I don't know exactly how much boost. I think we can run something like 15 pounds or something. Um, and uh, it's getting it's getting tuned. And after my little fiasco with the, uh, with the supercharger blowing up on the date that I went on, um, we've got the new Vortex supercharger. We've upgraded to the V2 Ti, uh, which is, has a little bit larger induction uh, on it. So... Um, uh, it should make some good power. I mean, I drove it around with with the other supercharger tune, not optimized, but a good supercharger tune, and it felt fast. Um, so I'm 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 I I put it up there on social media. I asked everybody to guess on the horsepower. I don't have that number yet. But lots of good guesses. Um, so that's still happening. Um, and. Uh, and now the uh, the Alfa Romeo Spider. You guys have seen me take a few pictures of it. The green spider up on uh, up on uh, on my Instagram and my uh, you know, Facebook and stuff. And um, I pretty much got it where I want it, which means now it's time to sell it. It's a '92 <laughs> Alfa Romeo. Yeah, right. What else are you going to do? Like, I need a new project. <laughs> um, God, I hate that process, man. You get the damn thing done. You finally. After years and years of dreaming to get it done, and now it's time to get rid of it. And now you got to get rid of it. I got no place to put it. It's done, and I want somebody to have it 
while it's pretty fresh, and I've been driving it pretty much every day for the last couple of months. It seems to run great. And uh, and uh, what I will do is is I will post it up. Um, my Facebook page is the best place because that's where I can post 20, 30, 40 photos, right? So it's, it's facebook.com slash motorator. Just look for motorator on Facebook. But it's a 92 Alfa Romeo Spider. It's got 77,000 miles on it, and I've done everything on it. It's got all new seat covers, the proper leather seats that I had made in Italy uh, that have the, the suede with, you know, inserts, um, uh, just, you know, the valve adjustments done, new fuel system, injectors, fuel pumps, uh, <clears throat> fuel filters, uh, all new suspension from Centerline Alpha. I've got their sports springs, Coney adjustable shocks. Uh, you can't see the brake rotors because I have the uh, the phone dial uh, wheels on it, but I've got drilled and slotted rotors and upgraded brakes on the thing. Um, uh, mechanically, uh, like I said, uh, new mass airflow sensor, new cap, rotor, plugs, wires, um, uh, uh, I did a modification on the clutch. There's this clutch lever that comes off the firewall, and it's kind of L-shaped, and uh, the weld that's on it breaks over time, and it's a pain in the ass to do. And mine was was twisting and breaking, and the clutch pedal will just dangle like a loose tooth. Well, there's a bar uh, that you can replace, and there's a, there's a company that makes an aftermarket one, and it's like twice as thick, and the weld is guaranteed for life. So that's already done on this thing. So... Um, uh, the top is in great shape. The rear plastic window is brand new. Um, it's, it's nice. And, and I'll I'll tell you what, I mean, the paint isn't uh, a brand new car. It shines up pretty well. Uh, You know, I'd say it has like a little bit of clouding in the, in the, in some of the clear coat because it's been in the sun for, for a while, but, um, but it, it polishes up pretty good. It runs pretty good. And the thing that everybody asks about on the uh, on the Alfa Romeos is is they only hold like a quart and a half of of fluid in the transmission. So the and and the way those transmissions are done, they grind gears all the time. Um, I'll tell you this: like you shift fast in that car, it's going to grind. It's going to grind like every other Alfa Romeo. Um, but I drive it pretty much every day for months now, and there's just a pace to it, like. Um, you, you just get a rhythm down and it, it drives fine and I don't, I don't grind gears and it runs good. And, uh, like I said, the valve lash adjustment's been done. Um, I've got a chip in it. I don't know what this, you know, really does on a 120 horsepower car. I added eight horsepower and 13 pound feet of torque. Um, uh, I don't know if you can feel it. And of course, full MagnaFlow exhaust. I've got a MagnaFlow catalytic converter, full stainless steel exhaust, and it's the only one available for the S4, which is the Series 4 Alfa Romeo. So um, that was one of the first things I did. I took it down to uh, to Richard Waitis, and he's like, hey, let's let's do a whole thing on it. Um, so probably the, the best built part on that car is the exhaust. <laughs> Um, but it's fun. You know, it's fun. You drop the top, which is in great shape. And I, I like to drop the top only at night. I don't, I'm I'm not into the sun cancer thing. And, uh, and, uh, and it's just a great little momentum car. You just, I just throw it around. So, um, look, I'll tell you guys, uh, straight up right here. I bought the car years ago for 10,000 bucks and I've got about 15,000 into it. So I'm in this thing for 25,000 bucks, maybe 24,000 bucks. Um, and it's going to go for less than that because that's just where the market is on that. It's going to go for definitely less than what I put into it. So if anybody wants an alpha male, you let me know. You can have this one. Not for free, but for some money. 
because <laughs> <laughs> I got to go find the next project. I got a Mustang to build. And by the way, I, I this this past Monday on Instagram, I posted a Motor Monday hashtag Motor Monday, and I put the pictures up of the other car that I haven't talked about in the while. This is the other '93 Mustang Cobra that has the independent rear suspension and the Coyote engine, and it's got a Borla eight stack injection on a Coyote motor. And I had this thing, uh, Bodie Stroud put it together for me, and we just did a, a shell of a body. And we, we showed it in the Takiko Shocks booth a couple of years ago to show the suspension and the Takiko Shocks. It's got Brembo brakes on it. It's got a Coyote engine. It's got an eight-stack injection. It's got the only, the only Sparco carbon fiber SPX seeks ever in blue leather that that Sparco custom made for me as a favor. And you cannot get these Whoa. seats in blue leather. They are so fantastic. Wait till you see them. And uh, the, the car, um, uh, I sold the engine to Bodie. I have the injection, the boil injection I'm going to use, but I want to use it on the hopped-up Illuminator XS engine. So I want, instead of the 460-horsepower engine, I want the 580-horsepower engine. And... Uh, uh, so Bodie's been so great that he's got the car over there. It's, it's, you know, sitting in his back lot, but he took the seats out because they're worth so much and he put them in his office. So he's got the, his lounge seats or my Sparco seats in his office. <laughs> um, and we'll get into that more when he's on shift and steer at the SEMA show. So, uh, buy my alpha so I can go build my car with, uh, with Bodie strap. Do it. <laughs> um, you guys, we know we were doing the Motor Trend videos. Uh, uh, all the videos are up there now. We were going to do five videos, but we threw two bonus videos up there for free. Uh, well, for free for Motor Trend, I guess. Is uh, And those are both of Goldberg's videos, which were so much fun. Um, uh, by you. the way, uh, you had, look, I, I'm glad we filmed it like two days after the event because then you had just such a nice attitude and and and, uh, and about the whole thing. On the first day I saw you, you're like, I was like, hey, we just got here. How you doing? And you're like, eh. <laughs> yeah, I was pissed. Let's just put it that way. And, that's, and that's uh, poor Wanda, she was doing such a great job. Now I get this. Like I get so much how you and Wanda get along so well. She does a great job of just sort of calming you yes. down and because she's so lovely and uh uh you're like i don't even know if i want to be here anymore we're just gonna go home she's <laughs> like no we're here it's gonna be great and say hi to your friends and don't worry about it and you know you're gonna feel better in a day she nailed it of course she got it right but uh yeah. I, um uh so the videos are great see what happened of course everybody knows what happened um Oh, just a oh, little, little yeah, fender better, and then the, of course the clip that uh, the clip that Motor Trend put together was was like you and me and Adam standing there, and the clips like we're like it just happened. And you're like it's already on YouTube. It happened 29 minutes ago. It's on YouTube. <laughs> you're like what the hell? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was really fun. Uh, awesome. Modern uh, technology. No, there when no. you want it, and there when you don't. Like the. The deal is, is we feel mostly bad for Skinner, right, and this team because he's down a car for the weekend, and and that's you know, and and you know, like you didn't get to finish out the weekend, but it, that's what it is. Racing's racing. It wasn't and, about me. Yeah, it's yeah. not about me. We're there as a support staff for Mikey doing his thing and breaking records and having fun, and we're just an ancillary object. And unfortunately, I 
I threw my ancillary object into the wall and uh, just ruined the rest of my weekend. But, you know, I had to had to be served my medicine and I learned a very valuable lesson. Look, you're as a, as somebody who's competitive your whole life as a competitor, NFL, wrestling, everything. This is on par with everything, right? This is on par with life. Like shit happens. You move on. Do you go back and you do it again. Hey, I go back to, you know, a buddy of mine, uh, uh, Marsock soldier. His comment is that's what happens. Shit happens in combat. Yeah, that's right. So it applies to everything. You know, it yeah. is what it is. All right, guys. Um, let's see. We're going to uh, we're going to wrap some things up. But before we do, I'm going to tell you guys about Zybar. This is a revolutionary new revolutionary new product that our CarCast team is excited about. You've heard us talk about it before. You heard us have the guy in here on the show. This is an ultra thin coating for manifolds, headers, turbos, tailpipes, mufflers, and tips. Only one thousandth of an inch thick. It reduces radiant heat by up to 90%. It's the first DIY thermal control coating of its kind. It's non-corrosive and doesn't break down even in 2,000-degree environments. It makes wraps, shields, and expensive ceramic coating obsolete. We talked to the guys about here. We talked about the paints you go, the engine enamel paints. The the catalyst in those in those cans, those rattle cans, degrade the products when they say 2000 degrees that's not really true and this is because it's not in a spray can they're working on some sort of formula to make it happen um but that's why this car this product is legit it comes in four awesome colors bronze midnight black cast silver and porsche gray that will make your engine a showpiece i think if you give them a call they can do some custom colors for you so it's available for purchase at zycoat.com and many auto part retail locations. If you put Zybar on, take heat off, check out Zycoat, Z-Y-C-O-A-T, Zycoat.com. Um, so those guys are are fantastic. And uh, man, let's see. I'm trying to think of, uh, we got everything covered. We're kind of running out of time here. Um, anything else on your list? Man, we got SEMA coming up and we got shows going on. You've got a Dodge commercial coming out. Um, a knife or death on History Channel. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow Nine night. Nine o'clock, seven central time. Uh, is that Wednesday night? So as you're listening to this, so tonight. Tonight. Yes, sir. Wednesday uh, nights. Wednesday nights. Look for that. Um, I know you got a, an episode of NCIS Los Angeles coming up soon. We don't have an air date on that yet, but uh, November November 11th. Oh, November 11th. There you go. Oh, and actually, uh, November yeah. 5th on uh, Discovery. Um, I think is a Monday night. Is my second episode of the game show called Break Room. Um, I did my first episode, you guys might have seen, on the 20-something, maybe it was last week. It was myself and uh, NASCAR driver Ryan Blaney, and uh, he kicked my ass on that show. But uh, (laughs) uh, November 5th, I'm going up against Eric Jones, NASCAR driver Eric Jones. Um, And he's both those guys were so fantastic to work with. It's a funny little show. It's about a half an hour. Check it out um, so you guys can see that as well. And... uh, uh, and that's it. We're going to tell you about Dodge as we wrap up. Your authorized Dodge dealer invites you to experience a world of performance, design, and fuel efficiency. Schedule a test drive today. Go to Dodge.com or do what Goldberg does and just walk into your local Dodge dealer to learn more about the exciting offers of our powerful lineup. Uh, all right. What else? Anything else? Chris, you got anything? 
Nope, that sounds great for me, guys. <laughs> yeah. Way to chime in, buddy. <laughs> um, count, count, down, count down for the red eye. I was just, he wasn't paying attention. I was just putting him on the spot. Yeah, the red That's eye, it. man. When, uh, ooh, what do you think? Is there a delivery date or a month? Do you have a goal? Some feedback? Uh, yeah, a goal would be nice. Um, you know, I have to be realistic. And uh, the cars, you know, two weeks ago were, uh, were rolling off the assembly line. I, I, as always, had to pick a color that was a unique color, and it doesn't come out until later. So I would assume that within the next two months, I should have the new uh, triple nickel red eye at my house. Oh, the triple nickel. Now, is that the color that we saw our buddy from Dodge, Mark Trosel, post? Yes. Yes, yeah. yes, it is. So kind of a silver, but it has a weird sort of metallic, almost a nickel metallic in it. I can't wait to see it in person. I feel like it looks silver, but a little bit of that like nickel kind of gold in it. Yeah, it's going to be sweet. It's just a beautiful car. I've uh, seen it up close is what made me have that decision. And I got the blackout hood and roof and trunk and uh, should be should be rocking, man. Goldberg's daily driver. Awesome, man. I love it. Um, all right. So we're going to figure out how to do a show for next week. We're all going to be at SEMA. So uh, we're, we're going to get something posted. I don't know what it's going to be yet. But um, uh, until next time, uh, I'm Matt and uh, there's Chris in the booth and uh, we've got Goldberg on the phone as usual. Thank you so much for calling in from the Dodge dealer. Until next time, <laughs> keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. Be good, boys. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit CarCastShow.com.